Welcome to another episode of What is Hashimoto's with Dr. Martin Rutherford. To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com. And now, here's Dr. Rutherford. So today it's a topic, and the topic is gas bloating and distension. Uh, get a lot of questions on this, and, uh, <clears throat> and it's a good question. It's really kind of a, it's one of those symptoms that really has a diagnostic value because it, it, it can happen from a variety of different, for a variety of different reasons. Most people come in and go, well, yeah, I have gas and every time I eat beans or something like that. So, and everybody, or, or I ask people if they have, uh, do you have any digestive problems? And they, well, no, not really. I said, do you have like bloating or distension? And they go, well, no. And they'll go, do you have gas? I go, well, yeah, everybody's got gas though. It's like, well, no, everybody does not have gas. You have gas. That's why you're here. So basically, a gas bloating distension. So that's um, abnormal. So gas bloating and distension is abnormal in my world, in my in my practice um, of treating mostly chronic diseases and chronic fatigue and chronic pain. The digestive system is a huge, huge player in the vast majority of those. And gas bloating and distension. Uh, are, are, are significant indicators of maybe what areas you need to delve into sooner than later relative to getting that digestive chain under control because 75% of your immune system is there. And when you're treating the things that I'm treating, it's nice to get the immune system under control as quickly as possible. So if you get bloating or distension, now, uh, yeah, if you get gas or bloating immediately following a meal, then you're, you probably have stomach issues. And the biggest stomach issue that causes uh, the bloating and distension, or the gas and bloating, I'm sorry, for the, out of the stomach is usually going to be a, a lack of hydrochloric acid in the digestive juices. And so, and that's, and that's important because if, if you have a lack of hydrochloric acid in your stomach, um, it's kind of the keys to the king, digestive kingdom. Proper hydrochloric acid function kind of sets off the digestive chain with your pancreas and your gallbladder and your intestines and so on and so forth. Uh, it sterilizes your food. There's a lot of things that that can mean. That, and, I'm, and I am talking about uh, gas and bloating immediately following a meal, maybe even during a meal, but definitely immediately following a meal. What's immediately following a meal? I would say within like minutes, within like 15 minutes, 30 minutes, something like that. Then there's gas and distension and bloating, um, let's say two, two, three to four hours later. So you have this bolus of food sitting there for a while and then, uh, and then it moves down into the next part past your stomach and the upper part of your intestines. And this is where the pancreas hooks in. And so it takes a little time to get there. There's a little different chemical reaction. It's not as immediate as, um, as, uh, uh, as the stomach. But if you're getting that bloating like two hours later, <clears throat> you're probably looking at a pancreas issue. And, 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 and you can, there's a lot of different things that can go on with the pancreas. 
the vast majority of them are not going to be pancreatitis or they're not going to be diabetes type one or so on and so forth. You're going to, you're going to, and it's usually going to be another digestive issue. It's going to be, maybe it was that the stomach wasn't good and it didn't tell the pancreas to work right. But, um, but usually that's going to indicate pancreas. What, what is the pancreas usually significant for in most of you? It's going to be significant because it's not putting out digestive enzymes properly. And, and, and yes, it helps. To, it, it also could be significant in that if you're getting that uh, bloating and distension, I would say more bloating and gas again, right at this point, uh, then, um, it, you know, it could also have an, an implication that your pancreas is not functioning well, and that could have an implication on, on functional blood sugar abnormalities. In other words, you don't have diabetes type 2, but maybe you're pre-diabetic or maybe you have uh, low blood sugar. All this from knowing that you have had bloating uh, and gas uh, two to four hours, two to four hours. If it's, if it's um, more than four hours, it's more like four, four hours, four or five hours. Now you're probably looking at, um, now you're probably looking at, at gallbladder. You want to know it's a gallbladder then you can kind of look and see and think about, hmm, do I have, uh, do I have problems digesting fatty foods? Uh, do they, do they give me, do they give me indigestion? Do they give me the gas? Do they give me the, uh, 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 the, um, the bloating and the gas? And that's, and that's, and that's, uh, 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 gallbladder, you can have itchy skin. The number one thing you probably would be looking for would be that you also don't digest your foods probably. So, so from that perspective, uh, gas and bloating, a couple of hours, like four hours later, more likely is going to be in that area of the gallbladder. And then the next, the next one would be uh, liver. Now, if you get like bloating, like all over, you just feel like you're bloated all over, not just in not not just in your abdomen, but you get puffy in in, in your in your hands and maybe in your face and, and, and so on and so forth. That's um, that that's potentially a sign of liver issues. Okay, there's a number of different other symptoms that you can look for for liver, but liver it, uh, is a it can be a player if the bloating that you're getting is general. If it's like if it's like more or less all over, um, then the number one uh, thing that I'm always looking for uh, in, in 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 gastrointestinal health is if the person has um, bloating or distension, and this is where the distension it's more the the distension usually occurs more with this syndrome, bloating or distension after eating fibers or starches or sugars or bloating or distension after you eat um, certain probiotics or certain supplements. So, and, and this is kind of a semi-immediate type of a thing. So if, it's, if, so if it's immediate and it's those specific foods or nutrients, then you might start thinking about the fact that you might have something called small intestinal bacterial overgrowth which is a big deal uh, to, to have. And, and frankly, having bloating, gas bloating or distension after eating starches, fibers or sugars is a really good parameter to use 
as to whether the person has small intestinal bacterial overgrowth because the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth uh, hydrogen breath test is not that accurate. And, and, and so a lot of people get false negatives where they, they're told that they don't have it and, and uh, the small intestinal bacterial overgrowth by the test, but they have all the symptoms of it. And so, so a lot of people will just say, oh, well, I, you know, I read it all, I saw it online, I saw Dr. Rosberg, I saw a million other people talk about it. <clears throat> I thought it was SIBO, but I took the test and it wasn't. If you have those symptoms, then there's a good, it would be a good policy to hedge your bets towards treating yourself for small intestinal bacteria. You got nothing to lose if you're using natural antibiotics and you're doing the diet properly, the FODMAP diet, and other things that need to be done for the for for SIBO, but the point is is that is that that's a good diagnostic tool uh, to understand what that particular type of bloating and distension is. Bloating and distension after starches, fibers, or sugars, certain probiotics, certain supplements. So that's that is obviously you can get bloating after certain foods like beans, and 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 usually that's something that you. Um, are usually aware of because you've had the experience of doing that for a while. Um, is that diagnostic of anything? Well, it's, it could be. could be diagnostic of, of you having a sensitivity to that food, or it could just be the food itself. So, um, But bloating and distension, gas bloating and distension, uh, it, it's unusual for me to not see that in somebody come, who comes in here. So those are, those are pretty solid diagnostic parameters. They're not always going to be 100% right, but they'll they'll kind of get you off in the right direction of starting to explore the digestive uh, uh, problem of gas bloating and distension that you apparently haven't figured out yet because you're looking at this video. So, um, so that's gas bloating and distension. Thank you for joining us for another episode of What is Hashimoto's? To find out more on any of our topics or for information on scheduling a consultation with Dr. Rutherford, please visit us at whatishashimoto's.com.